Hello again, Timberwolves fans. Are you ready for the explosion of Timberwolves basketball? It is Friday, March the 23rd, 2012. This is episode number 75 of Timberwolves Explosion. We are back. The boys are back in town, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that is a, oh, that's a good feeling. It is spectacular. Like, I was crying out, like, ah, oh, where's Marcus on the last show? Here we are. Here we are. The forecaster's back. And uh, we're ready to rock and roll here. First and foremost, Timberwolves Explosion is available on the thesportstuff.com and on iTunes. We thank you always for downloading and listening to this show. So do check out thesportstuff.com if and when you can. Of course, there's always the Facebook group, and or excuse me, Facebook page and the Twitter account, twitter.com forward slash wolves explosion. And uh, Facebook, well, we need more people to click like on that to be able to say facebook.com forward slash wolves explosion or Timberwolves explosion in that case. So, yeah, go to that and click like, search it, click on the one that says company, not group, and uh, click like. Yeah, comment on there. We'll get to some comments from some cool guys on there later on. If there's actually, I don't think there's anything new <laughs> from the last show, so I'll check that out in a second. So, welcome back, Mr. Forecaster. Oh, thank you. I'm glad to be here. Oh, I love hearing that. Yes, sir. Thank you for returning. And this is a very special 75th episode. We're back. Um, unfortunately, the Wolves season went from a lot of fun to... It's it's okay. It's not horrible, but it's, like, it's not as fun now. Damn it. <laughs> because Ricky Rubio, of course, has, didn't get to it on the last show because it happened in between. It happened like the day after I did the last show when I was talking about how we had just the perfect... Uh, situation, point guard, power forward, just like Marbury, Marbury Garnett years ago, and then literally the next day, I jinxed the Timberwolves just like I jinxed the Wild earlier, yeah, Rubio's out for the season, of course, with an ACL injury, apparently an LCL was also torn, uh, that's much less significance in terms of serious rehab situation, but yeah, it's like six to nine months, yeah. Six to nine months, it's like, um, damn it. And, of course, who did he run into and get the injury? Who was it? Kobe. It was Kobe. Yep, it was Kobe. Yeah, wouldn't you just know? Like, the one guy who's been the, the one guy and the one team that's been a thorn in his side more than anyone else, no matter what, even more than the Spurs. Ugh. Kobe Bryant. When I saw Ruby on pain, I, I kind of knew it was over. You could just uh, feel it, huh? Yeah. Mm. At the time, I was thinking, <clears throat> I wonder what Kevin Love is thinking right now, watching this, while I'm watching it. Yeah, it's like, boy, this, we were we were so close to being uh, a very good chance of having that eighth seed. Maybe even seventh, maybe. Seventh might be a stretch, but possible. It's it's a bummer. I mean, it's it's definitely a dampener. Um, it's just, it, the, the team just doesn't quite have the same buzz without him. That's the big thing. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like it disappeared, doesn't We're it? We're back to uh, the same buzz we had last year. <laughs> You'd go that far? Yeah, I mean, in a way, yep. In, it's, in a way, it's a, some lingering buzz. Yeah, for the most part, it's, it's part because we lost so many games since we lost Rubio. That's the problem, man. Or uh, right now, I don't think we have that much buzz except for uh, uh, Love's game. Love's game is off the charts. It's he's. I'm going to tr- be very careful when I say this, <laughs> very careful when I say this, but because I know Kevin Garnett was also a great defender, 
Kevin Love clearly is a better offensive player than Kevin Garnett. But there is a legitimate chance that Kevin Love could become, obviously it's, we're years away from saying it official, but he could go down as the best Timberwolf ever. It's, it's possible. Yeah. The possibility exists and persists with each dying, dying day. Tonight's game, by the way, a uh, thriller in Oklahoma City. We'll get to it shortly. But, yeah, he set, uh, let's just say he had a franchise uh, <laughs> franchise game tonight, at least off on the offensive side of the ball. It's, uh, yeah, Garnett's never scored as many as Kevin Love. Cool stuff. And, of course, Tom, mm. Garnett just never showed up. That's the thing. Much, much like LeBron. Much like LeBron. Yeah, Garnett, <laughs> Garnett and LeBron, very eerily similar in that sense where they like yeah i remember was it about a yeah it was last june in our really classic show we do every year state of the timberwolves that we also talked about the nba finals a bit where he said lebron was a more of a man child like he hadn't really matured into a full-blown nba man we'll say yeah and garnett i think the same was the same thing there's nothing that's lacking in most of the uh, superstars right now but i don't think you could I don't think it, it can be said for Kobe, though. Yeah, Kobe is off the charts. Yep. If you look at Carmelo, his attitude is kind of childish. Uh, mm-hmm. Dwight. Dwight is, whoa. Yeah, that's a guy we're going to get into today. <laughs> Even though we hate, hate it. No, I'm kidding. But, yeah, Dwight. Holy cow. Yeah. Oh, I can't stand him. Like, I already didn't like him. Now I hate him. Oh, he drives me nuts. Yeah, even though I don't really... Like like uh, Kobe, mm-hmm. as a player, I, th- I think he's the best. Yeah, as a person, I don't like him, but I, mm-hmm. I really hate to see him leave. Hate to see him retire. Yeah, yeah. it's it's going to happen sooner or later, and it's crazy. Even though he's like thirty three ish, turning thirty four this summer, um, literally about right about a year older than me, which is kind of kind of interesting. Right of the same week, yeah, of July, end of July, but um, yeah, he's still averaging twenty nine points a game. Can you believe that? That's crazy. He's still averaging 29 a game. Like, you know, it's just the whole love him, hate him, but it's like, holy cow. I mean, I hate him only because of the Lakers, mostly. Well, not only, but, oh, I hate that team. Mm. But it's, <laughs> and they all they, they always beat the Wolves. They have us They have us so bad, it's not even funny. Was it 19 yeah. in a row now? We've lost it. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot. That's quite a few. But, no, I mean, it's crazy. He just... Keeps going on. He's almost at 30,000 career points now, which, whoa, <laughs> that's high. That's awfully high, isn't it? Yeah, I'm definitely going to hate to see him uh, see him leave once he retires, but it's just his, uh, it's like personality out there. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, during the uh, the trades, Beasy going there. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think Kobe's the only one in the NBA who can uh, make Beasley grew up. That was his chance. It was Beasley's chance to grow up, we'll say. Yeah, it was because a guy you could kind of get into that is, I was almost going to get, you know, or yeah, I'm going to get to it now anyway. I was I was going to definitely get to it if the Wolves did trade him there, but uh, you could in a lot of ways compare Beasley to Lamar Odom. Yeah. Because think about how Odom was a pothead like Beasley and was kind of <clears throat> was obviously considered extremely talented in the draft and all that. Like, this guy's going to be something. And then he just wasn't quite that guy, and he was kind of out of control and goofy and wacky and stuff. 
But eventually with L.A., he grew up. Yeah. He grew up, and you know, a lot of people saw him as um, just a huge reason why the uh, Lakers won two titles a couple of years ago. Yeah. Huge. I think, I think Kobe's mm-hmm. the only one who has a strong enough personality and work ethic to, <clears throat> to get those type of uh, guys in line. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it could have. I, I think it could have definitely had an effect on uh, on the beast. Which is why I didn't want to help the Lakers by uh, giving them BZ. Yeah, and, and it's funny, too. Like, when you look at it, you know, we'll, we'll get into the trade deadline again in a second. I'm, I'm bouncing around again, and, yeah, well, that's what we do best. <laughs> but, yeah, it's funny, too, with Beasley. I I was all excited about the likelihood at the time of getting Jamal Crawford, but then it's like, hmm. You know, I mean, he would have been a perfect fit for this team in, a, in yeah. so many ways. Yet then it's like the one thing I thought about, wait a minute, 32 versus 23. Oh, man, that's a nine-year difference. Wow. So it's like the age thing kind of got me a little bit. And Beasley's, if he ever, if he's ever willing to accept his role, that could be. Oh, uh, yeah. it could be I mean, he's willing to, but I mean, if he could ever add consistency and better effort to it, that would be. Then he would absolutely be worth keeping. But mm, that's still in question. That's another topic we're getting to. <laughs> we like to bounce around, don't we? Yeah, but, yeah. but uh, really, Ridna. Uh, Getting back to the Rubio thing briefly here before we get to the, you know, the trade deadline is the most exciting part of the show, as you could probably guess. The trade deadline and obviously the game tonight, too. Holy crap. <laughs> A lot of news happened last week, didn't it? But um, Ridnour, though, he's had some nice games in, in uh, Rubio's absence. Yeah, no, sir. At, at, at minimum on paper, they've been, it's like he's been getting double-digit assists, which is something you never saw. You, you would never see in the Karambas era, like, ever. and But even with Ridnour in general, it's like, huh, 12 assists, 10 assists, 11. It's like, really? Where'd this come from? <laughs> I think you took a little cues from uh, Rubio. I do, too, because you see a lot of a, a lot of his passes, yep, have, have, yeah, a lot of his passes have shown flashes of Rubio. It's strange, yeah. and it's like, I guess... Now that he's the absolute undisputed point guard of the team at, at this time. Yeah, might as well learn from the best. Might as well learn from the guy who, yeah, in just a few months proved that he's going to go down as like one of the one of the better point guards in Wolves history. Probably the best when it's all said and done. Yeah. Pro- probably. Marbury's too crazy. <laughs> I, mean, I have yep. seen, seen the Ridnar uh, uh, throw away a couple passes here and there. But yeah. Mm-hmm. As far as uh, his improvement, it's, it's, it's night and day from... Uh, from last season. Last yeah. season, I, I couldn't wait to get rid of Ridnour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, last year we were dying. Like, is Ridnour, <laughs> is Ridnour, are we really bringing him back? What What yeah. for? You know, and a lot of, and I would always hear radio personalities, I think even some podcasts in town, talking about how, oh, I, I like Ridnour. And I'm like, why is that? Why is that? He takes the stupidest shots I've ever seen. Yeah. A totally undisciplined style, especially for a guy who's supposed to be one of the captains of the team. Yeah, thinks he's clutch at the end. He mm-hmm. ruined a couple games for us. He literally ruined a couple games, and including a, the one against the Thunder got me like light, like, <laughs> like I, I was incensed. I had people. Oh, it was horrible. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just say in the place I'm living right now, I had people wondering what was what made me flip out like like beyond human recognition in the middle of the night one night because I saw the replay you know 
<laughs> of the game on, on ESPN. Yeah, I mean, it was yeah, it was terrible. It was terrible. The volleyball shot with seven seconds left. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of yeah, the listeners hopefully remember remember that one. We were trailing by one point. One point, by the way, right? So we don't need a three, yeah. do we? We're trailing by one point. He catches the ball like three feet behind the three-point line with seven seconds left, and he like flings it up like, uh, oh my god, like the ball's on fire, right? Like the, like he was gonna burn to death. <laughs> like gosh, yeah! Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just cursing at the so loud at the TV screen. <laughs> After that, I was just I was done with him. Oh yeah. And when I heard that we signed Berea, mm-hmm. I figured, okay, so I guess we're uh, trading Ridenour. Mm-hmm. Rubio will be here, so it'll just be Rubio Ridenour, and uh, I guess Ali sometimes, uh, depending on the matchup. Mm-hmm. Rubio Berea and, and Lee. Yeah, which is meant. Yeah, yeah. yeah Ridenour to give him minutes. Yeah, I, I never would have would have thought that. Yeah, I never would have thought that either. But now it's like he looks maybe not like a starting point guard. I mean, statistically lately, yeah, but in general, no. But he's, yeah, he's a legitimate Producing. piece. Yeah, he's a legitimate piece on this team. And, and with It's Rattleman, baby. And okay. I never thought to say, and he's a decent shooting guard for a team. Our, maybe our best. Mm-hmm. That's the weird part, isn't it? And, and it's sad. It's extremely sad. <laughs> it's a testament to the roster, yeah, the current ba- unbalanced roster. Yeah, it's like, is the best shooting. Wait, what? You know? That shouldn't be. No, it's weird. It's weird. It's like, you know, and that's why I thought almost definitely that Crawford's coming. He wants to leave Portland. That team is like literally a, a Titanic sinking ship. Yeah, so the know? Crawford thing was a done deal. Mm-hmm. And then it just didn't happen. It didn't happen. What the hell? <laughs> mm. Anything else you want to add on Rubio before we slide into the ultimate topic? <laughs> please, please get Will soon. Yes, please, Rick. Don't come back unless you're 100%. Even though we want you, we can't wait to see you. Don't come back until you're 100. percent percent backs against the wall. No, no tomorrow. No, okay, sorry. <laughs> no, it's yeah. That's the biggest key. Please, Ricky, please come back healthy. We really, we beyond need Ricky Rubio healthy again. On this, it's uh, it's absolutely necessary. That Ricky Rubio returns healthy. Um, one thing too, obviously, the one last thing too. It's like he, he's he's pretty darn skinny. I mean, I don't necessarily think that's necessarily yeah. why he'd get hurt, but it doesn't help. You know, it doesn't help. Yeah, he can definitely put on some uh, muscle. Mm-hmm. He's got a lot of muscle to put on that body. <laughs> he's a pretty skinny guy. So ho- hopefully, in the interim, when his knee is healthy enough to at least work out, um, he does that. He does just that. I mean, the the good news about Ricky Rubio, he's 21. The bad news is it's like, wow, already an ACL. Damn it. Yeah. But thank God, you know. It, the Wolves mm-hmm. curse strikes again. He's usually it's, it's like, a second. Yeah. It's the oh. second season. Yeah, that's kind of something that's been, yeah, that's an interesting thought. Yeah, because you had Jefferson tear his ACL. You had uh, Corey Brewer tear his ACL, both in their second years with the team. Um, yeah, it was weird. And then Rubio right away, second month or third month with the team. Man, bummer. It, you know, I, I kept thinking, oh, it was just knee on knee. He's yeah. got a bruise. Yeah. That, that's what it looked like, didn't it? Yeah. It's a bruise. But 
Until they kept showing the replay and it showed that he buckled uh, before the contact. I was like, oh. Yep, that, that was the thing. Yeah, he didn't really hit Kobe. He just kind of buckled and then fell over. Yeah. Uh, well, yep. I guess get, Kobe get ran him a little that, bit. That I still blame Kobe. Yeah. If he wasn't playing that game. Mm-hmm. Yep. If he was somewhere else on the court, then Rubio would still be here. Yeah, because obviously Rubio was trying to, too hard to keep up with him, you know, like backpedaling, you know, with Kobe. Yeah. And, you know, because it's Kobe Bryant, you know, you're trying to do the best you can to get in his way. And, yeah, <laughs> that's all she wrote. You know, one of the, the guy who will be the best Timberwolf point guard. I mean, and that, it does show you how poor the point guard history is here and how, you know, okay, there's, there was some semi, the, the names are rich and the statistics were rich for certain guys, but they yeah. either didn't stay long enough or just underachieved, like Michael Williams got hurt right away. That's way back, maybe, you know. I don't know if you remember that that far. I mean, you were you were an NBA fan then, but I don't yeah. know how much of a Wolves fan you were in 1992, 93. I'm not familiar <laughs> with uh, Williams. Yeah, Michael Williams, that's way back. Yep. He had, like, a foot problem. Like, pe- people thought it was plantar fasciitis. It was something much different where the bottom of his heel just disintegrated, and that's, wow. like, something I've never heard of before. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. So he was bone on wood when he walked, like on the basketball court. Wow. Bone on wood. Ouch. <laughs> that had to suck. So he went from a really nice, what could have been a nice point guard to literally within a year, mm, like out for two years, and then he came back. He was so rusty he could barely play, and that was about it. You know? And then you had Terrell. Uh, you had Marbury, of course, and he did what he did. <laughs> Terrell Brandon was, you know, a big name who wasn't as good as you hoped. Definitely not worth the money that he was paid, $60 million over five years. <laughs> um, and uh, after that, it was really bad, really like nothing. Oh, wait, excuse me. Well, no, Chauncey Billups left at the same time that Terrell Brandon had to retire. Damn it. <laughs> so that was a huge miss that we didn't keep Chauncey. Historic miss. <laughs> So hopefully this yeah. is the end of it, because I do not yeah. want anything to happen to Williams next next year. Oh, Derek will, yeah, that too, that too, yep, the AC, yeah, yep, yes. See, that's the thing, Michael Williams had the first really good year, then the crazy foot thing the second year, so wow, it goes back that far. Whoa, that's eerie, isn't it? Yep, well, so Derek, so, stay healthy. We, it's time for a change. It's time for we a change. change. We need change, yes, for the Timberwolves. Yeah, it Please, just, Derek. It just showed how valuable Rubio is to the team. Like the look what happened. Mm-hmm. I could feel myself slipping into a depression when I n- noticed the buckle, the buckle before the contact. I was mm-hmm. like, you gotta be kidding me! Yeah, I just can't. And then it has had a rush and find a positive. Okay, maybe Lee will get some minutes now. Yeah, and he hasn't done anything. What the heck? Play him. Uh, even when the, we know the game is in reach, <laughs> he just won't get minutes. Yeah. And even in the ugly blowouts like Sacramento, that was a nightmare. San Antonio, oh, yeah. nightmare. You know, games like that, you still didn't see Lee. You really didn't. Maybe yeah. if he played a couple seconds. And we hear that he, <laughs> you know, his, he's really good on, on defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not in the game. You have Ridner out there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just. Like, he can't be that bad, can he? Like, he's so out of control because he's too young or whatever, or raw, that... Yeah, we hear he can't uh, be that good bad. things from the coaching staff, but he doesn't get any minutes. Mm-hmm. It's odd. 
It's really odd. And they were saying they wanted to keep him in the D League well, you know, when Rubio was healthy. Yeah. So he'd get playing time and get uh, revved up. So now we bring him here because Rubio's out. And that's no playing time. No playing time. What? You know? It's it's a little mind boggling. Like Adelman's I think gonna yeah, I mean Adelman's an excellent coach. But once once in a while some of his rotation ideas are a little bit damn it, you know. Yeah, yeah a few games there he like uh I noticed in the fourth quarters he would leave Peck out. Yeah, yeah. Like, yep. and then he would bring him in when the when the when the game's out of reach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then uh, boy, and Peckovitz another subject. Yeah, we'll get to it very shortly. Ankle, 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 ankle. Another get well soon. Ugh, another get well soon. While we, while I'm trying not to break the table thinking about how frustrating this. But yeah, and then the other guy too that drove us crazy obviously is Berea. Like, why is he staying in there so much sometimes? Yeah. yeah. Like the Golden State game, but I was on Twitter, and so were many other people on Twitter. You know, Wolves Twitter dot com forward slash Wolves Explosion. By the way, give that a follow, please. I can get very active during those games. Yeah, very animated. <laughs> just please, like, just everybody was flipping out. Why in the heck is Berea still playing? Why is he still? Why is he still playing? You know, just like freaking out. And well, we ended up winning. And it's like, we'll take it, but boy. Yeah, I'm just uh, unsure about Barrett. I mean, he can get to to the rim and and finish pretty well. Yeah. But the passes, and (laughs) it just seems like he's out there to play for himself. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's like, he'll go out there, dribble for 10 seconds, pass the ball to Rittenauer, Rittenauer will dribble for 10 seconds. And we're out of time. Yeah. Mm. And uh, I remember during the Kings game, I think that's what... uh, uh, Love was worried about. I don't know if uh, if everyone saw it, mm-hmm. but uh, they they got into it. Yeah, yep. And I think that might have been the reason. I think it is. Yep. That's that's the talker. That re- the belief is that Love said something along the lines of, "Hey, you're not Car- you know, hey, you're not Carmelo Anthony here. You need to share the ball." But he said that something was- around those lines. Yeah, and yeah, Berea is a ball hog. And it's sad to think why 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 is he a ball hog? He's you know he's not even a starter. Why why is he a ball hog? Yeah. It drives you nuts. He's he's kind of like B.J. Armstrong, you know. That's when Phil Jackson had enough and benched him sometimes, even though B.J. would make the three. It was an ill-advised shot, and he still needs to sit down, even though it went in. You know, it's not an ex- you can't make exceptions just because the shot actually went in once in a while. And well, another mm-hmm. thing, I I like when guys can get to the line. Yeah. With uh, contact, mm-hmm. you know, legitimate fouls, fouls on them, and they get to the line. But uh, with Berea, <laughs> and a little bit with Rubio, I noticed, uh, I, I don't like the flopping. It's frustrating. On other teams, I hate mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And it's when there's guys on our team that, that, that tend to use that, I, I still don't like it, and I kind of feel, kind of feel ashamed. Yeah, it like cheapens. It just cheapens things, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. Like maybe you make a good play and then that cheapens it. It's the flopping has is ruining the league. It, it just is, and you know, and it's on both sides of the ball. There's the offensive side of flopping, um, where or not flop. Yeah, there's the offensive side of the whole flopping and overly just overall trying to draw a follow constantly. Where flop city. Yeah, you're just the offensive side is where you're. You just deliberately try to run into somebody to try to draw a blocking foul. And then there's the constant you're trying to run into somebody to draw a charging foul on the defensive side. 
And it just, I think it's ruining the game in a big way. Yeah, I can't imagine uh, Clippers fans. Mm-hmm. It, oh, uh, yeah. Another uh, huge Blake flop by a Smith. Mm-hmm. We kind of hit yeah. checked them. Mm-hmm. But there was no need for uh, for uh, Griffin to do a, a, a front flip. Mm-hmm. Acting that. like he's out for the season. Yeah. And all. <laughs> I mean, if, if you can go back and look at the clips with uh, Andre Miller, who did the same thing, mm-hmm. Blake got right, right back up. Mm-hmm. And uh, when Beasy got uh, elbowed by Bynum, uh, Beasy yeah. popped back up, you mm-hmm. know, said a f- few choice words to to Bynum and was on his way. But, mm-hmm. yeah, Griffin acts like he's like he just got sniped by somebody here. Yeah, literally. Like, you know, like, ridiculous. like he got Rubio'd. No, I didn't say that. No, but. <laughs> oh, it's uh, too soon. It's I know, that soon. was mean. I shouldn't be saying that, should I? That was mean, and I'm sorry. Uh, it's just. But yeah, it's like the whole like I'm out for the season. Okay, no, I'm I'm okay now. Yeah. That's what it's like, you know. With these, the flopping is just it's cheapening the game. I wish, I wish somehow they could crack down on it. Um, even in hockey, they crack down on some of that. I mean, it's yeah. like they call it. Uh, I forget what they call it now. Why am I losing it? Oh crap! It's where it's like taking a fall. Basically, yeah, you're faking injury or whatever, yeah, and you hit the feels, hit the deck. Yep. Yeah, yep. It feels cheap to me. It does. It's a, you can't get penetration anymore. Like, why can't it be a penetration where the guy gets his shot blocked or misses or makes it? Why does it have to be just up? Oh, this guy's on the ground, and that's, every time somebody drives to the basket, you have to hear a whistle blow. It's yeah. like oh, this is boring. <laughs> it's cheapening it, and I love basketball, but it's, it cheapens it a, uh, significantly. Yeah, I think I think Kobe really needs to take that out of his game. Mm-hmm. It's a hey! yeah, because that's the offensive version of it. Yeah, where they have they have the ball, and they're just kind of it's just their all their whole purpose with the ball is to draw a foul, not to yeah. store the damn thing. Why do we have to just draw a foul all the time? Store, just score. Yeah, guys like Barrera, <laughs> you would think that you know he's not a, he's not a huge guy, so it's going to be contact. So mm-hmm. there's no need to Griffin it. Yeah, but there's, there's no need. You know. Flopping your body around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really. I, it's crazy. I mean, and, and it's okay to draw a foul sometimes, but when it's every single time, it gets really old. That's like my complaint there. I'm not sure if I'm the first one to use that Griffin it. I like that. The, I like we're going to Griffin it. Like yeah, that. that's a I new like one. That. That's a new one. Yep, that's a new Timberwolves explosion I'm quote. Just... So when somebody does a, like, acts like they've been shot in the chest, you know, when they get bumped by somebody, that's, that's Griffining it. Griffin it. Yep, like there you go. Good job, good job. That's what I do. There's a there's a purple mafia gold star for you there. That's a, <laughs> one of the terms they use on purple mafia. Somebody's quote of the week or a post of the week on the Facebook, they get a gold star. There there it is for Mar- Marcus the Forecaster right there. <laughs> See how Blake 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 Berea Berea Blake Berea no I'm confused Berea yeah. stop it yes please 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 Berea. Stop a lot of things because it's <laughs> it's good when he penetrates. I, yeah. I think his game is much better when he penetrates. Yeah. Uh, obviously, this you know he can make he can do those underneath type layups, which are actually very effective. Yeah. They're very effective plays, and he can dish really good when he penetrates. But when, when he's just hoisting jump shots, it's like I'm done. Yeah, you know, it's just that that's one thing. It's basketball with basketball players; they always have their strengths and weaknesses. And you just hate when they constantly have to like force their weakness over and over and over and over and over. Oh, yeah, one more thing about Berea's flopping. Um, yep. Yep. What I don't like the most is his defensive flopping. 
Mm-hmm. He's on he does do it a lot. Yeah. And he bitches uh, like a girl, uh, woman. Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, because even when he flops, <laughs> and you got, you know, there's no whistle blown, you know, the other guy takes advantage, he gets a little separation and makes a shot. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, de- uh, he needs, definitely needs to take that out of his game. Because mm-hmm. he's, he's not going to get many calls. Yeah, or, or take him out. There's that, too. Or take him out. That, too. I mean, yep, the point guard situation in Minnesota is a... Uh, generated a lot of discussion on Timberwolves' explosion, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's fun though. I mean, I mean, I enjoy it a lot. Yes, and we don't have ten point guards. Mm-hmm. And we don't. No, it's all you. Some people really need to let that joke go. Well, Collins yeah. can pick another point guard. Yeah, they keep talking about it, and it's like that happened like three years ago. Now, you know, obviously Flynn is. Uh, well, he was part of the NBA trade deadline, which is again the next topic here, very in a second, basically. Yeah, Johnny he's, Fly. Johnny Fly is a Portland Trailblazer, and he won't play there either. He'll just oh, smile. No. He'll smile. He's well-spoken. <laughs> he's so well-spoken. That, that should give him minutes alone. That's that's what Khan's thinking was. Mm-hmm. And he's such a leader. Uh, what a leader, huh? And, and that, uh, that dunk in Syracuse. Uh, <laughs> that was, yep, that was, that was the highlight of his career. That made me a believer. Mm-hmm. He dunked over like a center. That was crazy. And I was fooled. You were fooled. Hey, you were fooled, as Garnett said. And he told Timberwolves fans that, too. After he told everybody that he was the fifth pick in the 95 draft by the Celtics, that's basically like, hey, Timberwolves fans, you were fooled. I'm a, I've been a Celtic all along. Yes. Like, thank you, Kevin. We appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, like, regular listeners know that Kevin Garnett waned, uh, Kevin, my interest in Kevin Garnett started waning back about 10 years ago, ladies and gentlemen, because I kind of started seeing what a phony he is. Still a huge fan of the team. If they won a championship with Kevin Garnett, great. That would have been awesome. I would have been thrilled. And thank you, Kevin, for bringing in history to us. But uh, he was becoming more and more of a phony to me. And then at the end, boy, he really is. (laughs) Yeah, the game when he first came back here. uh, Timberwolves, y'all. He fought Tilfair. Uh huh. I don't care. He fouled him. Yep. <laughs> We're going back to episode fifty-eight. Yeah. I love it. Uh oh, okay. He fouled him. Ever since then, I didn't like. I didn't like him. You know, yeah. popping his shirt up. You know, it, it just left a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, it was like screw you, Wolves fans, Celtics, 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 because he was making sure that we saw the word Celtics on his jersey. Yeah. Which is kind of harsh, <laughs> just a little bit, isn't it? Just a little bit. That's a lot of season ticket money over 12 years, Kevin. <laughs> That's a lot of season ticket money, man. A lot. A lot of hope and dreams shattered before our eyes. Yes. So, last, uh, gosh, was it last Thursday? It was, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. And I was, like, pissed off and crying. Yeah, I was when the Wolves did not make a trade. <laughs> oh, I, I couldn't believe it. Uh, <laughs> we should have done something. Anything. Not uh, anything. Yeah, you don't want to kill yourself, but at the same time, I thought, I really thought something was coming, and and then I was like... At least okay. Crawford. Yeah, at least Crawford. And at the time, I thought Beasley, okay, you don't want to trade him, but well, he hasn't played really since then. Damn it. I mean, yeah. you don't trade him, well, let's see what he can do, but we can't see what he can do. Well, he did get hurt. hurt. Yeah, he got hurt. Well, I think either way, Beasley and Crawford would have been a rental. Mm-hmm. You think but, so? Yeah. Yeah, but to at least have them, well... But to at least have them both would have been nice. Mm-hmm. 
and before all this, um, you know, the Rubio thing, we should have made the trade before that. I think we could have. Yeah, I mean, even if it was Rubio, yeah, even if Rubio didn't get hurt, you still want you still want Crawford. Yeah, because need a shooting guard, a real shooting guard. I'm not sure if the Blazers knew that they were going to have a fire sale before <laughs> uh-huh. they started losing. Uh huh. But you figured they wouldn't have asked asked uh, so much to get you know to let Crawford go if they're willing to give away uh, Wallace. Yeah, they gave away Wallace for almost nothing. I mean, what a fire sale the Blazers did! Uh, it was that was epic proportions what they did that day. Whoa! <laughs> I mean, they're still. The firemen are still in the streets at Rose Garden right now. Or is it Rose Garden? Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yep. Rose Garden, where the Blazers play. They are still blowing. They're still <laughs> pumping water on Rose Garden from all the fire, you know, <laughs> that took place last Thursday. Yeah. What a weird situation. I mean, they basically gave Wallace away. Well, But then again, the one reason why I shouldn't say that is because the Nets' draft pick is not protected after three after three, so that's a potentially extremely high pick. That's the one attractive thing about it. Otherwise, it's like, wow, what what the heck did they get? Mm. Like, Sean Williams is not somebody I value very much. But the pick, I mean, it, it depends. The draft, I think, is deeper than last year's. So they probably could get a Derek Williams type of that pick if they want to, yeah. or if they're able to, excuse me. <laughs> but they're pretty much set at those positions. Mm-hmm. With power forward, yeah. Even though they traded 19 of them away, because the Blazers, just like the Wolves, have 19 point. You know, now they have 19 power forwards. Like the Wolves used to have 19 point cards, according to hater fans out there. Um, how about the Blazers? It was blazing in Portland, blazing with fire for McMillan. Yes, because he was fired. Yeah. Pardon my stupid puns, but I have to. <laughs> I think uh, the Wolves might have a lot to do with that. McMillan, yeah, because we pounded them into submission, didn't yeah. we? Twice. Twice. Yeah. And then even yeah. Gerald Wallace had to say something about it. Uh, what did he say? That uh, we they they should have beaten us. Mm. And there's no excuse for it. Like, no one showed up for the game. Yeah, they just kind of slept walked. It was like, the, I think the it's like, I guess in hindsight, you might want to think, or you might want to believe that the fan, the players for whatever reason, had enough of Nate McMillan, and it's one of those things, when the team quits on the coach, the coach gets fired. Yeah. And I guess I guess that's what happened, but this was weird. I mean, they did so much. Yeah, watch out, Del Negro. Watch out, Del Negro. Yes, with the Clippers. Yeah, it could happen. It could happen. And a lot of people probably didn't value Del Negro that much for that team. You know? I don't, like, he didn't really think he's going to last there, but maybe. Who knows? Um, it, it was a pretty a- active trade deadline for a lot of people thinking it was going to be a really quiet day. It was yeah. very active. Um, the Ellis trade took place in the morning on that day. Or was it early afternoon? Wait, that was before. Yeah, that was the day before. Excuse me. Uh, Monta Ellis, well, before we'll get back to Portland, traded to the Bucks for Andrew Bogut of Australia and Stephen Jackson, who was then traded to the Spurs for Richard Jefferson. Yeah, Richard Jefferson is a Golden State Warrior. Bogut's a, well, he's an injured warrior. Hey, an injured I'm warrior. He's to be an injured warrior. Because mm-hmm, that's all he does is get hurt. Steven Jackson is back on the Spurs where it all started, I believe. Yeah. That's a pretty good pickup for uh, the Spurs, I think. It can be huge. That can be huge. Yeah. Think about what they gave up, Jefferson. 
<laughs> you know? Jefferson yeah. was a colossal failure there, wasn't he? Yes. Colossal failure in Portland. Or, excuse me, San Antonio Jackson. That could be huge. Because that's a mature team. Very mature. Very, very mature team. Hmm. That could really work well with him. Big, big, big pickup by the Spurs. Ellis could be a big pickup for the Bucks, but so far I've not seen much. It doesn't look that good so far. <laughs> He's, he, you know, it's funny though. It's like Ray Allen to Michael Red now to Ellis. They they seem to be the team of shooting guards. Yeah. Don't they? Yeah. Very shooting guard happy over the course of many years. Uh, you had Ricky Pierce there long, long ago too. Sidney Moncrief. That's way back though, in the early '80s. But uh, there you go. Manta Ellis. Oh, and Ramon Sessions, former Timberwolf. Yeah, big pickup by the L.A. Lakers, by the way. Yeah. Who finally traded away Derek Fisher. I'm surprised by that. Isn't that crazy? I'm surprised. Yeah, because they're like married, you know? Yeah, him and Kobe have been together for a long time. Since 96. I mean, yeah, there was a short stand where Fisher was in Utah for a little while. Do you, I'm yeah. guessing you remember that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was in Utah for like two or three years. was pretty valuable there, but... Yeah. His daughter's uh, health situation got him back in L.A., and they started winning again. <laughs> but now Fisher will be a Oklahoma City Thunder because he was uh, ref- he didn't want to play for the Rockets. They were excited to add him, but he didn't want to play there because they weren't close enough to a title in his mind. So now he's going to the Thunder. Yes. The Thunder will have Derek Fisher. The Lakers will have Ramon Sessions for Luke Walton and a first-rounder, which will probably be a late first-rounder. <laughs> Uh, those are kind of decent pickups, actually, huh? Yeah, that's going to be a really interesting uh, playoff matchup. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Sessions and, oh, yes, Thunder and Lakers. Yeah. That could be the conference championship. Because not only did they get uh, Fisher, they got uh, the Lakers playbook. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because Fisher knows just a few things about the Lakers' uh, ups and downs. That could kill. That could really hurt the Lakers, huh? I was wondering, do some players yeah. just give up information like that? Sometimes. Once they get traded from a different team, or they still have some type of loyalty. Mm, I would think they'd give it up, because especially if you want to beat that team, you know, if yeah. especially if the team kind of just push, pushed you away. I mean, the Lakers didn't necessarily push him away, but yeah. something. It yeah, wasn't well, great either, though. I don't know what the Kobe comments, I don't know if they're actually uh, his comments, but he said now he can actually be a uh, shooting guard now. Oh, mm, Fisher? No, uh, that's what Kobe said. He can actually oh, be with, yeah. with Sessions there. Oh, yeah. Which is kind of, that's almost kind of a shot, huh? Yeah. In a way, like Al Fisher wasn't really much of a point guard. Hmm. Yes, and, and you know, it's a nice addition for the Lakers, no doubt. Yeah, and, and you just have to wonder if Fisher's, you know, reading that and thinking, okay, Kobe. All right, yeah. All right, everybody, Kobe <laughs> has a tail before he shoots, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's that's the funny part because Kobe probably has the least tells out of any <laughs> of the players. That's the only one thing he's... That's a guy that probably watches film on himself and players oh, yeah. more than, you know, the 3 a.m. on a Sunday night in in August, or no, not or, or June or July, excuse me, will probably watch videos of himself, like, trying to eliminate weaknesses. <laughs> That's the kind of guy Kobe is, I think. Yeah, and if you do know this, it'll still be probably, you know, it'll be hard to stop him anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the thing, but... Whatever Fisher can do, I bet you, I mean, because the other guys obviously have lots of weaknesses, like Bynum and Powell and all them. Ron Artest, yeah, I'm not going to say his name. I'm not going to call it. <laughs> I can't say it. 
Do I have to say it? Well, he's evolved, kind of like a Pokemon. He's evolved. He's, 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 yes. You know, he's, he's on the second stage. Yep. <laughs> you're, you're, on a, you're on our test. You're on our test. Has, 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 has it evolved or what, what? what's the word they use in the game? I can't remember now. <laughs> you're on our test has turned into a meta world piece. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Pokemon. No. Run our test. Okay, sorry. Instead of Pikachu. <laughs> yeah, too bad the game didn't evolve. No, because that uh, yeah, he's metal. He's meta pile of Kaka. I mean, he is the guy should have a walker. I think the way he the way his feet and the way the way he moves, he should have a walker. Don't you think? I mean, he looks like somebody that's about to be in a nursing home. <laughs> he has no lift at all. Like he's, it's weird. Like he literally looks like he's going to a nursing home in a couple of years. That's another thing. I think they would have uh, at least traded. Uh, 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 our test, world, yeah, our test world piece, our, our test or Barnes. Yeah, they didn't trade any. They they didn't trade them. They they were pretty active on that day, weren't they? But yeah, I mean, they, they I think they needed more scoring, especially off the bench. But I guess they have that with Sessions. But the bench yeah. is still horrible. Sessions is a huge addition, but uh, I think that's a big one. That's that's one of the bigger additions. Um, but ooh, uh, that that's yeah, the bench is is still horrible. Yeah, I, I agree because. Right, for like the time being, they were starting uh, Steve Blake at point guard who should be at Portland Trailblazer. That's the one place he played well. And the three-way trade would have sent Blake to the Blazers. Uh, yeah. And then Crawford to Minnesota and Beasley to L.A. But, of course, that didn't happen. So Blake is still there, Steve Blake, and he yeah. sucks there. <laughs> well, yeah. And we wouldn't take Fisher. And, yeah, that was one of the pieces, too. We didn't... Uh, uh, Glenn Taylor has said that he didn't want to uh, take on Fisher's $3 million because that's the one thing. Even if he wasn't here, we'd still have to buy him out. So that's probably, you know, he'd probably be looking at, instead of 3.4, maybe $3 million, maybe 2.5 for free, basically. Like, here's here's a couple million bucks, you know, enjoy. Yeah. That's a lot of money to give up just for that, you know. Yeah, the Lakers should have uh, sent them that money for that reason to buy them out, you know, with them. Because mm-hmm. sometimes, yeah, sometimes teams do that. Like the Knicks, I remember they bought, they. I forget who it was, if it was Randolph, I think it was Randolph last year, yeah, that uh, when the Wolves acquired Randolph, the Knicks paid the tab, I believe. Or was it Darko? I, it was Darko. That was when we got Darko. Yep, excuse me. Because they wanted to get rid of Darko so bad, and we helped them eventually acquire, yeah, somebody... Actually, with uh, Ricky Don, I, w- I probably would have liked. I, w- I would have liked Fisher on the team. It would have been fun if he agreed to come. I mean, granted, he probably wouldn't have because look what happened. You know, yeah, with the Rockets, yeah. It probably would have happened that way, but it's like it was a nice thought though of him being here. I think it would have been, a, yeah, he would have fit nicely with the situation. Sure, it's just uh, in the end, unfortunately, he probably would have headed for the hills of uh, Oklahoma, Tornado Alley. Yes, sir. <laughs> yep, it's Tornado Alley down there, definitely. So I guess that's that's the main part of the trades that are non-Blazer related. So we'll go back to the Blazers again. Blazers and Rockets again. Camby, that's right, Marcus Camby, to the Rockets, the Rock Cats, for Tabit, who has done uh, for two busts. I should just say that. Yeah. Two busts. Tabit and Flynn. Wow. <laughs> 
to beat in Flynn. Like, I, could you, like, that'd be funny. You pick up your newspaper the next day, like, say you just, for whatever reason, you're cut off from the sports world for that whole day on Thursday, right? Pick up the newspaper the next day to say, oh, they traded Camby. Oh, oh, for who? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> how much the worst, of, the worst players from that draft. Yeah, like, who, who, who did we add again? Like, Vince how much? Yeah, the the absolute undisputed bust to that uh, that draft. What the hell? Wow, boy, I Memphis. I feel bad for Memphis taking the beat. You know, they could have had Rubio. I mean, they have Mike Conley, but they could have had Rubio. They could have had other people. Yeah, Harden could have had. They could have had Harden. They could have had uh, what was the other Tariq. one? Tariq. That's who it was. There were even rumors that he was going to go there. The beat. Ouch. The, we can't the, really the beat of a different drum. Complain uh, about what they did when uh, we got Flynn. We got Flynn, yep. Sorry, Memphis. Yeah, I apologize because we're just as bad. Yeah. So it's 2020, but it would have been so nice to have uh, Curry. Mm-hmm. You would have... There was a possibility. There was a... I mean, Brandon Jennings, no, that wouldn't fit if you have Rubio. If you're going to if you're gonna try to have Rubio, which we did succeed in that department... Tyreek probably would have, well, maybe not, but... Uh, Paul George. <laughs> that would have been really good. He worked out great. Yeah. No, I, I, I don't see that coming. Mm-hmm. Jordan Hill also went to the Lakers. That was another one. He's in one of those trades somewhere. I forget which. I think it was Fisher. Derek Fisher went to the Rockets for Jordan Hill. Yeah, that's right. That's that was right. a good trade for the Lakers. Because yeah. more more youth again, more youth again. Hmm. They not only had sessions, but they had Jordan Hill. That, that's nice. Like they're not the kind of moves that are like, whoa, here we go. You know, it's not the yeah, power shift moves. Yep, it's not Dwight and Chris Paul type moves. But it's those are those are moves that should not be uh, taken too lightly. I think it's like it helps. It does, and it makes them younger. You know, for a team that's aging, that's a boost. It's uh, but <laughs> it's like to beat in Flynn. What are they going to average combined? Like three points a game? <laughs> this you know because they they're, a they're not going to play. B yeah, mm. yeah. It's just it, it's a joke. And even if they do play, they'll be pretty lame. Uh, two things though that the Blazers did. Obviously, we mentioned the first one. We'll get to it again really quick right here. Nate McMillan, you know who I think. Obviously, you could say, okay, there were lots of injuries and lots of bad luck, but I do think Nate McMillan underachieved as the Blazers coach. Like, that team underachieved under his watch over the last, was it five years now? They brought him in with all this, like, we got Nate McMillan. Here we go. This is the real deal. And they didn't, they really didn't do diddly the whole time. They had a couple of decent years, but they never... You know, they never really achieved anything under Nate McMillan. I I don't think. Like, were you impressed? No. <laughs> I thought he. I thought it was a huge underachievement. Mm. Were you a fan of Nate McMillan? <laughs> it's like, who's that again? As a player. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, do you remember him as a player? Yeah. I do too. Portland Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks. Seattle Supersonics. Yep. I do remember him as a player with uh, Gary Payton, backup point guard. I liked him as a player, but as a coach, it's like, mm, 
Yeah, maybe he should just be a top assistant. I don't know. I stopped liking the Blazers when they got uh when they got Roy from us. Yeah, that hurt way too much. Now we can love him again because Roy had to retire really young. Poor guy. That is a crazy story right there. Crazy. What's even crazier is uh is oh, oh go ahead. What were you gonna say? It's Wes Johnson. Wes Johnson. <laughs> yes, sir. It's a crazy topic. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that really shortly. That's the next one. Real one last thing before we jump into that. Yep. Go ahead. Is uh. Well, they cut Greg Oden. The Clayton Taylor, Portland Trailblazers yeah. cut Greg Oden. Can you believe that? They I cut. I think we might pick him up. or we'll try to, but I don't think we'll. Uh, Somebody's gonna have to. I don't think we'll bid too high on him. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you don't want to give him too much because it's like at this point, you, how, how can you trust him? I mean, the guy is, yeah. the guy is just unavailable. I mean, so unavailable. We took a flyer on uh, Magic Randolph and, and Darko. Mm-hmm. I think the whole dark. I think with my amnesty, Darko, mm-hmm. because he hasn't done anything. And I haven't heard of any injuries. Yeah, it's just kind of little like nagging ones here and there, but not not the kind of injuries that are like you know a major thing. Like Pekovic's are more frustrating, and obviously Rubio's is huge. Uh, Pekovic and Beasley have the same situation where it's like sore ankles and stuff, and Beasley I guess is a sore toe, but yeah. It's the kind of annoying injuries. Actually, I don't think we will uh, even try to get older. We need more of a, like, <laughs> can't, uh, yeah. uh, a JaVale McGee with brains. That'd be nice. We need we need an athletic, athletic center. Yeah, because McGee doesn't have brains. He <laughs> he really doesn't, does he? No. He was traded as well, but eh, we're happy for him, right? We're happy for him. So, yeah, the, the mystery, the mystery... That uh, you wanted to talk about was Wesley Johnson. That's a mystery, mm-hmm. isn't it? Isn't it a mystery? Yeah. You know, you know what's funny? You know what's really, really funny? His season high was 14 until he had 19 on March 7th versus the Blazers in that fun Blazers game. That's pretty bad, isn't it? I thought he would have been uh, a lot better than this. Yeah. We had a lot of promise last year, didn't we, with him? Yeah. What the hell happened? I, mean, I love him on NBA 2K. I just <laughs> yeah, he's probably yeah he's he's good on the video game, but in real life, it's like what what's what the hell? Six scoreless games, six, six scoreless games this year for Wesley Johnson. That's your starting small forward. <laughs> That's just not going to work. Uh-uh. It's unacceptable. Yeah, you you, you can't accept it. It's uh, Adelman's patience. He he must be a monk. With the uh, patience he has with a lot of these oh, guys. Oh, it's Well, yeah, I mean, if that's the case, then Lee should be getting some type of minutes. Mm-hmm. Because he'll be patient with these guys. It, yeah. Lee can't even get a breath of, can't even get any, like, can't even come up for air, you know? He's just, he's at the bottom of the ocean, Malcolm Lee. What the hell? Yeah, I'm frustrated with that, because we definitely need mm. a shooting guard. He's sitting right there. And they refuse to get him. Why is that? Ah, <laughs> okay, sorry. Uh, six scoreless games. He's eclipsed uh, double digits. You know how many times he's eclipsed double digits in a matter of uh, about f- how many games is it? Was it about about forty four game span? Seven times. Seven times he's eclipsed double digits. <laughs> Maybe he, he. I like his defense, but it's not that great. He's not. He's mm-hmm. not. He's mm-hmm. not Bruce Bowen. Yeah, we were hoping he was going to be like a. 
you know, something like that. But it's I also not, believe he's going to be Pippen. I was kind of, I, I was fooled by that. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be Scotty. He had, he had the skill set to possibly be like a poor man's version of it, you know. Which, you know, there's always poor man's versions of somebody, but I'm just saying, you know, but hey, that would have been a better, a lot better than, than what he's shown this year. Because this year, this year he's a poor man's uh, somebody. <laughs> he's a poor man's, I can't even come up with a, with a player like uh, Ramon Sessions, yeah. Okay, I don't know. Somebody like that. He's like a poor man's version of that. And it's like, really? You know? It's pretty pretty lame, isn't it? Yeah. What's even more funny, too, you know how many times he eclipsed double digits in February? How many times did he do that? Once. 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 It's one time. And how many games were there in February? 15. Yeah. One out of 15, he eclipsed double digits in February. It's just like... Very impressive, Alex. Okay, sorry. Very impressive, Wesley. You just killed the only remaining means of becoming a starter. Ha, ha, ha. You know, it's just... Nope, still a starter. <laughs> he's, but, yeah, he's still a starter. He's still a starter. Why? Oh, that's why. Because <laughs> who would you rather have, Martell Webster? It's like, well, now he's starting, too. Yeah. Martell Webster is starting. <laughs> oh, every time I... I... That one game where we were down by three. Mm-hmm. I'm, th- I'm thinking when we came back, I'm like, oh, this is a miracle, but it was awesome. Yep. The big, I mean, the bigger miracle is gonna be if we steal the ball in the inbound, inbounds pass. Mm-hmm. And he did. Yeah, he I'm did. like, oh, I can't believe it. What? A three? He goes for a dunk. He goes for a dunk, and they're just like, go ahead. It's like it's like three seconds left. He goes for a dunk. <sighs> and it's like game over. We just lost. We just Wesley or Wesley? Yeah, he might as well be. No, worse. I think Webster's worse than Wesley in a lot of ways. Because, I mean, Wesley stinks, but at least he knows he stinks. Where, you know, right now, because of that wimpy smile on his face, like he knows he stinks, basically. Webster doesn't know he stinks, does he? That's I don't think he knows. Reminds me of uh, uh, of Corey Brewer. The smile. Webster? Oh, Wesley, yeah. Wesley Johnson is Corey Brewer right now, where it's just, he's just kind of a wimp out there, isn't he? Yeah, the- I think, uh, yeah, but Corey just became more serious and angry mm-hmm. towards the end. Mm-hmm. That's when he was good. Here. Yeah, that's when he was good, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, smile went away. He just grew up, I guess. Mm-hmm. That was when he was at his best, and he was aggressive like that, that yeah. go-getter. But then, yeah, it was funny. It was like, yeah, his, it was that year that he aver- that he was hitting three-pointers like crazy and averaged like 14 a game. Remember that? But then the next year, remember he was like Wesley, and then we traded him to New York for Randolph. Yeah. Remember, like the next year he was like Wesley, where that here come the wimpy smile again and six seven points a game. Jeez, crap! No, probably trade. I'm trade for Brewer right now. Yeah, right now we'd take him. We'd trade. Isn't that sad? Like a, a year ago, <laughs> could you imagine Wesley Johnson for Corey Brewer? Yeah. Could you imagine? Was yeah. it done for Corey Brewer? I, I thought that it, it would, you know, when we got uh, uh, Wesley, I was thinking, okay, uh, there's no need for us to have Corey here. Mm-hmm. Because you know, Wesley, obviously, he's going to be better. He's going to be better, but then we thought he was, and now he's a pile of caca. You know, okay, that's really being bad, but it's it's painful, isn't it? <sighs> How much more can we take, right? Not much more. I, I, 
I went to Wesley here, but it's got to go. At this point, it's like, yeah, this summer, it wouldn't surprise me if there were changes. I mean, there was no change on the trade deadline, surprisingly. I have no idea why, but yeah. maybe there were no takers, I guess, without getting ripped off. But Yeah, I don't, I don't see any fear of uh, us trading Wesley and, he's, and that trade coming back to, to haunt us. Mm-mm. I don't see him blowing up on some other team. If he did, it would be like, you're kidding, right? You know, it would be one of oh, those deals, yeah. right? Like, how did this happen? Because yeah, it's not like he's not getting playing time here. Mm-hmm. That's, well, not yeah. at least not in the first three quarters. Yeah, yeah, he'll play like the whole first three quarters. But that's another thing. Like the games he 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 does do well in, he he's out the fourth. Isn't that weird? Like because he he All does have some good pick. ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the rotation's getting weird, isn't it? Yeah, it's getting it's it's been really strange <laughs> a lot of the year. But yeah. It seems like whenever Wesley Johnson's hot, he gets less playing time. Yeah. And when he sucks, they'll keep him in, like, 25 minutes and no points. 0 for 7 from the floor. It's like, what? What are they doing? You know, I, I it's, it's a mystery beyond uh, anything else. I, I just don't know what the deal is. With that, we're going to take us a quick break, and then we're going to talk about Michael Beasley not being traded and what his new role of the team will be, or current role, and uh, or lack thereof. And, of course, we're going to talk about the epic, crazy performance tonight. The epic, crazy game against the Oklahoma City Thunder that went to double overtime. We'll be right back. are back here on Timberwolves Explosion, episode number 75, which is again a reminder for iPod users and other MB3 players, you know, enjoy. Microsoft Zoot and all those deals out there as well. Yeah, so now returning, we will uh, briefly talk about Michael Beasley's future with the team, or lack thereof, depending on, you know, what different scenarios come up with that. And of course, yeah, the, the thriller tonight. The thriller, it was a, yeah... Yeah, it was a very fun game, but a very horrible finish. Luckily, nobody got hurt that I know of. <laughs> but except yeah. for Team Morale, except for Team Morale, and yeah, I dislike Russell Westbrook even more now. <laughs> yeah, he is the cockiest player in the NBA. I can say that with full, full confidence. Oh, he drives me nuts. Every time he makes a basket, he has to dance around and scream like a, a nut. But anyhow, <laughs> he drives me nuts. But yeah, speaking of crazy guys, Michael Beasley, of course, was not traded. We already talked about that. Um, the question is, do we keep him in the summer at a reasonable price? That's the question. Um, he is a restricted free agent. If there's, there's multiple scenarios that come up, if we had to float him a qualifying offer, which would mean... Um, and I gotta stop using that word um, but uh, if we were to float him a qualifying offer, it would be eight million. That would mean it's like protects us from losing him. Say if another team tried to sign him, it would have to be to an offer sheet where we would have an option to 
keep him or let him go, you know, at the price that they offered. Uh, otherwise, the quali- there's the qualifying offer. And the other option would be you flat turn him loose, let him be a free agent, and then hope to get him back at less than $8 million, uh, per season. The question is, would he be willing to go less than eight? I would hope so. Yeah. I would hope so. Do you think he... Do you think he would? Is he worth it? And then, yeah, even is he worth even five, you mean? That's the the funny part. Yeah. Is he he worth the eight? uh, I say no. The eight, I say no. Do you? Do you say no? Yeah, I say no. Yeah, I don't don't think he's eight, no. And so it's like you don't want to float him the qualifying offer unless just for whatever reason something happens within the next couple of weeks that makes you say, oh, God, we have to keep him, but... Like Kevin Garnett said in that commercial, and <laughs> you were fooled. You know that—that's what we're afraid of. And <laughs> we don't have a pick. We don't. We, yeah. we, we have a. We have like a mid mid pick, mid yeah. first round. Yeah, but will that give us the same type of production maybe. that Beasy can give us? Maybe, maybe. You know, it, those mid first round picks are hit and miss. They really yeah. are. Like you got the, you have the. Uh, why am Why am I blanking now? You have like the Paul George type players. And you have the Luke, uh, the Luke Babbitt type players. <laughs> Luke Babbitt scored about three points in the league so far, and then the Paul George, <laughs> Paul George type players are like, "Whoa, wow, he's pretty good. <laughs> this son of a gun can hit his shots." You know, and obviously the Ty Lawsons. And I'm sorry to bring that one up, but I'm sorry. I just uh, I'm, sorry. I'll pull that, that dagger out there. <laughs> All right, but no, it's it it hurts. Yeah, it is a dagger saying that name, but. Just using as an example, there are talented players in that 15 to 20 range, and there are busts, big time, that tend to come up in that range as well. Yeah, and the worst thing about that is we're not like a we're not a team that can take that risk. Yeah, you don't want to have there's there's too many misses. Beasley kind of right now is that's the other thing he kind of he kind of is a hit and miss as well. Like either Beasley is really good or really bad, like really ineffective. When when he's not engaged and focused in the game, it leaves you thinking, why the hell do we have him? Just just please trade exactly. him. Huh? Exactly. Yeah, like please trade him. But like I said in the previous episode, and I said another thing that, you know, it made me dislike him so much is what a tease he is because when he does play with his talent, he's almost Kevin Durant good. <laughs> I'm yeah. serious, isn't yeah. he? When he plays full potential, that guy is like a Durant almost, but man, man, man. It's, yeah, we rarely see it. We still rarely see it. It sucks. And, and is that worth $8 million? Probably not. Yeah, I mean, I say no. I, I say try to get him, if you can, if it's humanly possible to get him in the three-year $15 million range, two-year $10 million range. You know, like, yeah. obviously that's total, not by per, per season, you know. If if that's humanly possible, I say go for it in that range. If he's insulted by it and wants to move on, well, okay, happy trails, right? Right? Like we always have uh, Williams. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. We have a lot of insurance. <laughs> yep. At the same time, will he be another one? Who? Oh, another Beasley? Yeah, another Beasley. Right now, I think he, I think he adds more basketball IQ than Beasley because he uses the glass more. Well, I don't, with Williams, uh, he really has to understand how to not goaltend. <laughs> That's another problem, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it just seems like he mm. just doesn't get it. 
just too late. Yeah, right. Yeah, just, just stop goaltending, man. Please. Yeah, this isn't hockey, right? <laughs> okay, that was a lame one, wasn't it? But I had to <laughs> goaltending. No, you're not a goalie. Uh, you're not a goalie. You just uh, you. The ball has to be going up, or at least some somewhat resembling going up, right? Yeah, and with the last <laughs> game, I think he did it like twice within the minute. Uh, really? Yeah, he's been... Uh, I did see one of those, but he did it twice. Wow, that's bad. Yeah. I must have been like... I must have like turned my head for a split second or something. You know how it is when you're watching a game. Sometimes you just... Something happens and you get distracted. Something in the room or whatever. <sighs> Derek Williams. I would hmm. like I would like to Talent. sign BZ just for a six man role if he accepts that. Mm-hmm. And and by all accounts he has accepted it. Uh, he just wants to play more. Uh, obviously he needs to stay healthy too. That's been a problem too. Ankle, toes, yeah. all that stuff. It's been yeah, a problem. That's another thing. Like, will other teams like will other teams take the risk? Yeah. Will yeah. I mean, will we really have competition to keep him? That's the million-dollar question. Will we? Uh, but in the open market. In the open, yeah, because it'd be open, yep. It would I be, don't think our teams will offer them 8 mil. Mm-mm. But they'll be overpaying on our, on our side. If we did it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it's like we can't. I don't think we can. I mean, and they, all accounts are that they won't do that. I mean, they just won't. They, they didn't... Uh, what was that word? What was it? What they do every year? The or not every year? It's the fourth year deal where you tender. Yeah, you uh, tender their tender them an offer sheet or whatever the word is. Uh, tender them a qualifying offer, and we have not done that yet. So all indications are that'll be that way. Um, Adelman in return wants better defense and more rebounding. Yeah, Beasley doesn't rebound at all, and his defense is. Mm, does it exist? Well, no, it's, it's a little better, and his rebounding is a it's a, it's a little better. A little better, now. yeah. But it's not not three million dollars worth. Mm-hmm. Well, of, what's uh, it's not three mil worth of uh, rebounding and defense. Like a three million, <laughs> yeah, really, <laughs> or like a three million dollar raise too, as you could say, you know, because he's you know the end of his rookie contract or nearing the end of it. Yeah, it'd be like so you'd give him a raise. That would be kind of. Mm, I don't know if he's earned it. You know, right now I think we definitely need to uh, grab a, a max player. The money's there. The money's there to get a max player. Just to hope and pray we can finally lure somebody of uh, of of no. We've never, you know, the Wolves have never really made a free agent splash to, yeah. to date. We've we've signed guys to five million a year, like about nine billion times. You know, the Troy Hudson, Trent Hassel, Berea, Luke Ridnour. Darko, but you know I could go yeah. on for for months and years, and a lot of them. Well, they roster spots. That's about it. <laughs> Once in a blue moon, you hit a little bit of gold, but not much. Just a couple, just a couple of, just a couple of shavings of gold. We have a lot of fools' gold. La- that that was a yep. That's absolutely perfect right there. We've hit a lot of fools' gold. Oh my. <laughs> We've hit so much fool's gold, it's it's embarrassing, isn't it? Yeah, we get fool's gold, we try to sell it for real gold. We try, and oh, we try, and it seems like we always seem to come out empty. We almost maybe got it, like say if Beasley truly is fool's gold, we almost got uh, a very small, very tiny little nugget of gold with uh, Jamal Crawford, but apparently it just couldn't happen because, again, like we were saying earlier, 
we just we kind of backed out of it at the last second because they wanted us to take Derek Fisher in return. And yeah, <laughs> I, I really want to go after uh, Harden if possible because I think the Wolves is a shooting guard's dream. Yeah, you know, he's pretty much guaranteed to get all the minutes, mm-hmm. and you're going to get the ball. No, yeah, right, yeah. I would hope you're going to get. Yeah, as long as Luke Ridnour is playing and or excuse me, Rubio is playing and not. Somebody named J.J. Barea. When you watch tonight's game, <laughs> I I don't know how he got 14 assists. Do you? I, I have no <laughs> idea. I, I, I didn't even see it happen. Did you? It's, no, no. I thought it was... <laughs> I, I think it was during the ba- his uh, bail, bailouts. It must have been, yeah. When he's like, oh, okay, here you go. You yeah, know? yeah. That's basically... When he gets assists, you don't really notice much. I mean, yeah, this is his bailouts, uh, I'm guessing. Yeah, or, or it's just some defensive laps where guys are like, oh, wait, who's on love? Oh, great. You know what I mean? Hey, 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 where's love? You know, <laughs> you know those type of deals. That they, You know, they happen from time to time in a basketball game where you just, for whatever reason, you sleep. You know, like the Wolves did a few times on Westbrook and Grant. You know, last all of a sudden the best player, second best player on the team is standing under the basket for a split second, and that's probably maybe where Berea would get some of his assists tonight. When you watch tonight's game, Berea did play well. Yeah, he he did, but at the same time, he's Berea. But, boy, on paper, this is as good a game as you'll ever see out of this guy. On, on paper. J.J. Berea, ladies and gentlemen, and Marcus DeForcaster got a triple-double. <laughs> Can you believe it? Uh, and, yes, it was a double-overtime game, so your stats will be bloated. But 25 points, 14 assists, 3 steals, and 10 rebounds for J.J. Barea. Wow. <laughs> Juan Jose Barea. Jose Juan. No, I don't know. I'm just kidding. But no, he uh, he had an... Uh, statistically, he had an awesome game. And like we said earlier, yeah, his he's at his best when he's penetrating to the basket, and he did do that significantly in the game. But it seemed like a lot of his best drives to the basket were when the Oklahoma players were just too tired. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, well, at least he took advantage of it, I guess. I'm also uh, pretty uh, glad that uh, Tolliver's playing right now. That's a big key. He really helped the Wolves in that Golden State game a couple of days ago. Really, yeah. really helped the team. I mean, Tolliver basically was buried, left for dead at the end of January, oh, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. Like, we didn't even remember, you know, like, wow, wow, he really fell out of favor with uh, Adelman, I guess. Or maybe, maybe it wasn't even that he fell out of favor, but just fell out of the rotation yeah. in general. He really helped us against those uh, Warriors a couple nights ago. And he did okay against San Antonio tonight. He had a big one. Yeah, I mean, I always thought that he should get more minutes instead of uh, Randolph. I mean, uh, Randolph, I kind of realized that he was a... Uh, a bust. Mm-hmm. It's when uh, it was just the dumb plays he he would make. He made a lot of mistakes, and uh, his yeah. forty-four seconds really really helped us that last game. You know, with this one turnover. That's all just he did. Proved it. Yep, that's all he did. Forty-four seconds, one turnover, no field goal attempts or anything else. Anthony Randolph is uh, if he's not gone, I don't know who is. He's gone. <laughs> So that's a guarantee. I mean, it's, wow. 
Uh, yeah, like a year ago at this time, we were thinking, wow, Randolph, this guy has some skill. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin Love was out for a while. Randolph was kicking butt. He had a Tolliver type of game right there, like we're seeing right now with a 23.7 rebound effort. Yeah, I was actually thinking, Love who? Yeah, there was that time. Him. There was that time, just like the Darren Collins and Chris Paul thing in uh, New Orleans, remember? Yeah, yeah. Look at Darren, too, now. It's like, mm, I don't know. He's, he's better than what uh, Randolph is showing, but still disappointing. Whew. Look at him. You know, one thing I, I look at, I'm just laughing. <laughs> Brad Miller, he played about four minutes and was a minus ten. <laughs> wow. Yeah. He must. What the heck? He must have played during a tornado or something. What the hell? <laughs> Brad Miller, yep. By the way, he's playing his last season, as he announced, and I guess, well, like, yeah, he must be. Because <laughs> yeah. he hasn't even seen the court. And uh, Malcolm Lee... Just didn't play. Is not seeing the court. And this was the kind of game when there was a lot of minutes to play tonight. Yeah. I mean, there were how many minutes tonight? Hundreds of minutes to play. And he didn't get in the game. We're just sitting here, like, throwing our arms up in the air. Why does Malcolm yeah. Lee not play? I think at this point, you're just not going to get any minutes. I don't understand uh-huh. why they would, you know, talk so well about him and then just not give him any minutes. Yeah, they made us believe that there's something going on here that, uh, yeah, maybe he could be like Norris Cole with Miami, you know, who's who's not great, but he's he's competitive and he's yeah. a he's a, he's effective, effective. And we're sitting here wondering what happened. Mm. I don't know if we're gonna try to use him during uh, next season or what. If we can't sign the uh, shoot, shooting guard, mm-hmm. I hope we can see something out of him next year. It's a, yeah, it's becoming more and more so. painfully apparent that. And Malcolm Lee's n- probably not going to play unless another player gets hurt. Yeah. Like a Berea, who was hurt often this year. He's finally getting healthy again. I mean, he was pretty much hurt since, like, the second game of the season, wasn't he? Yeah. And sadly, I'm going to say Berea's best game of the year was the season opener, <laughs> other than tonight. Oh, yeah, after that, he just wasn't the same. Yep, after he got hurt, he wasn't the same. His first the season opener, I was like, oh, man. Because he was penetrating to the basket and very effective and kind of like tonight. Some know? nice flops snuck in there. You know? Nice little flops again here and there. As much as we hate him, it was it helped against a team like Oklahoma. You got to get a break or two or, or fifteen. <laughs> they're only thirty six and twelve. They're not too. They're not that good. No, well, no, they're not. They're not like the Bulls or anything. But they're still up there. They're not like the nineties Bulls, we'll say. But they're way up there, obviously. There was another guy that we were forgetting. Well, but go ahead first before I get to that. I don't think I'll just uh, check it out. Utah won. Yeah, Utah keeps winning. Utah keeps winning. Yep, Utah beat Denver. What were we going to say? That's actually uh, pretty good for us. Mm, Why is that? Because we want that pick. Oh, that's the good part. Yes. Yeah, because is it Denver's pick or Utah's? Oh, wait. Yeah, yeah, we have Utah's. It's protected to a certain number, right? Yeah. Oh, it's lottery protected. Yeah, right? so the more wins they get, the better. Yeah, if they get the eighth seed, then we get the highest pick we can get out of them. <laughs> Squeeze that pick. Yeah, I mean, it's possible. At least we get something. Yeah, Al Jefferson's playing. Uh, he's been playing very well this year. He's finally kind of getting back into form. Remember that, obviously, the ACL injury a few years ago that we remember way too well. 23-point effort tonight, 11 of 16 from the floor. I mean, yeah, very effective numbers for big Al Jefferson. He's been... A nice piece for that team. 
especially this year. Last year's, you know, he was about as good as he was with the Wolves in his, uh, you know, post ACL era. But boy, oh boy, again, the bloated stats tonight, obviously, but I mean, hey, we had a guy named Kevin Love score 51 points tonight. 51 points. I believe the previous Timberwolves high was 45 by Kevin Garnett. And Kevin Garnett eclipsed the 40-point mark once in a blue moon. Once in a blue moon. And so to see a Timberwolf finally get 50, it was Kevin Love, and it was definitely Kevin Love, wasn't it? For some reason, I'm thinking Wally got... No, he got 44 once. For some reason, I was thinking he got 50, but he got 44 a while back. And by the way, for the record, the Utah Jazz are the seventh seed right now in the Western Conference. So that team continuing to to rise right before our, our eyes. Phoenix Suns are surprising me a bit, too. Yeah. Are you surprised with the Suns' performance of late? Yeah, but at the same time, I... Uh, I'm glad Nash is a... Uh, I can't say that. I, I don't know how to feel about Nash. Mm-hmm. Well, I like the Suns. Mm-hmm. But just seeing Nash and, and Grant Hill play... It's strange to see how they're why, they, why, why Grant resigned and you know, thinking that Nash should at least try to go to a different team, team to uh, try to get a ring for himself, but not mm-hmm. not the Heat. You can't stand them? Yeah. <laughs> Yep, you can't stand the heat, can you? Well, no, and it's... <laughs> we're like, ever the silence there. We're like, wait a minute. No, I'm just <laughs> But no, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's kind of like, where would he go? That's kind of where the silence just came from. It's like, it's hard to think of where he would go. I mean, it, it can't be Boston. Why would they trade Rondo to get a guy who's 37, but then again, oh, then he'd fit right in with that team because they're old as hell. (laughs) The Suns and the Celtics are like, man. It's like, yeah, they they, they need those Canes over there in Boston, the Canes that the the Celtics logo is called. He needs that Cane right now. Um, Suns, obviously, old people, not trying to stereotype, but old people go to Phoenix, Arizona, or Florida when when they retire. You know, and yeah, that's where a lot of old basketball players are right now, or at least a couple. Um, same deal in Boston right now, and some guys go to Miami because they want to get a title, but if they win, who who knows where Nash would go? It's hard to say. I mean, Chicago obviously has a point guard already. Westbrook's in the Thunder. As much as I don't like him, he's there. San Antonio is Parker. The Lakers with Nash. Okay, I don't even want to think about that. That would be awful. <laughs> Orlando, that might work, I guess. But I don't know who they'd give up necessarily. And it seems like Orlando and Phoenix are kind of, in a way, they're almost related. Yeah. Aren't they kind of? Yeah. They, they've made a lot of trades. And their styles are very similar, aren't they? They're eerily similar. They always have, like, a good shooting guards and stuff like that, you know. And a couple of big men. Obviously, Orlando has a really good big man. But yeah, getting back to the uh, Oklahoma game, or would you like to? Uh, <laughs> would you like to get to the? <laughs> would you like to talk about Dwight Howard a teeny bit? Just a little rant. No. Well, like, it would have been know. nice to uh, grab him, but the Wolves? No. Well, maybe. Yeah, there was a small chance, and you know where, but would have had to sell, get rid of every guy, decent guy player. Uh, mm-hmm. They can't say that. 
Depends, yeah. Yeah, because like, the only guys who are untouchable to me on the team are Love, Peck, and Rubio. Granted, Peck, though, if you're getting red, uh, if you're getting, uh, yeah, if you're getting Dwight. Dwight, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. you could give up Peck in that yeah. deal, granted, especially with the ankle problem. Obviously, he didn't play tonight in tonight's game. Pekovic has been kind of a chronic ankle issue the past uh, several weeks now. It's, yeah. It sucks. He certainly hasn't been the same since that happened. Um, Dwight, though, I think he's about as... See, Westbrook, I think he's the cockiest player in the league. You know, Kobe's obviously always been like that. You know, he's not as big of a show-off as Westbrook. Mm. And he's got rings to back up where Westbrook hasn't got diddly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dwight is the biggest phony in the NBA, I think. Oh, uh, I can agree. What? I agree. Yeah, he is so phony. My God! Oh, I, I'm I'm happy to stay in Orlando. I I believe I believe. Yeah, they should roll the dice. As soon as I heard him say that mm. about staying there, they should roll the dice on him if mm-hmm. he stays there or not. Mm-hmm. Like no team's just gonna roll the dice on if you're gonna stay there. They want uh, a definite yes or no. Yeah, you literally you want to cancel the whole franchise or you know just like put the team on hold like that. That's it. I know he's a big phony. And I did like when Dwayne Wade tweeted about Dwight Howard, or he tweeted Dwight Howard when he talked about loyalty. And Dwight, this is what Dwayne Wade said. Like, I don't know if you heard about the tweet. You know what it said? Loyalty? Question mark. Ha, 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 ha. Like, you got to be kidding me. It's like, loyal my ass. You know, that's basically what he's saying. Hmm. He was saying, (laughs) you like that? I don't know that. Yeah, yeah, Dwayne Wade tweeted Dwight Howard and said, loyalty, ha, 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 ha. Like, you got to be kidding me, you know? Yeah, and Dwight is good, but I just, his numbers just don't. They're not that good. Don't you know? scream, you know, superstar. I mean, his personality is, is, is great, but. Look at you. Just I kidding. I just don't see it. Unless I need to look at some more of his games or box scores. I just don't. He's not as he's not the top rebounder. He's not the top shot blocker. He's not the top five scorer. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what is he again? No, yeah, I, he, he is the top rebounder. Actually, believe it or not, he's actually oh, yeah, got. Yeah, that's that's right. the funny part. Excuse me. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he actually is leading Kevin Love. Believe it or not, in that I'm card. Last season. Yeah, isn't last that goofy? Wasn't. No, or is you know, and no, I, I Dwight Howard is one of those guys. He's he's another guy who's kind of like Garnett, where. He's he's good and everything, and he's really good at defense and all that. But you need, you absolutely need another megastar with him if you're going to win a title. Yeah. And Orlando, yeah, they're they're pretty talented team, but they're not. Actually, no, they're not. <laughs> they're deep, but they're not. But there's nobody on that team that's that's great. Yeah, it used to be Turk, but mm-hmm. yeah, he. It's just a huge uh, contract. Yeah, since the huge contract, it's been, you know, contract season syndrome. You had the amazing last two last year or two of your contract, your previous contract, sign the big deal, and that's it. <laughs> that's about it. You got your retirement uh you got you, you you got your retirement fund and you don't care. <laughs> you know, that's basically what it is, isn't it? Yeah. That happens way too much in in professional sports these days. It's been going on for about 15, 20 years now. It sucks, but it's it's reality with some guys. Luckily, Love apparently is not one of those guys. And what uh, is crazy about, about Dwight is the fact that he he said he wants to be the 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 go to player. Mm-hmm. 
again, it's like such as, you know. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen. No. He is right now. Mm-hmm. And I don't see him as the first option. Mm-hmm. I don't either. Yeah, right now, no, I don't think he's a first option. Just like Garnett, maybe you could call him a franchise player, but you don't see him as the first option where Kevin Love clearly is the first option with Minnesota right now. Yeah. We can finally say it, can't we? We finally have a first option. <laughs> yeah, that's the best part about love. And yeah, we're bouncing kind of back and forth. We were talking about the game and then got into all these other topics in the league, but it, it's fun conversation, right? Yeah. It's and good I, conversation. And yeah. I see love as more of a, a, a uh, it's just like a Durant as far as... In a sense. If, mm-hmm. if you put another first option on a team, love can still produce. Unlike mm-hmm. Wade... Or yeah, if you put another, if you put Durant with Kobe, mm-hmm. you know, it wouldn't work. But with Love, yeah. if you put another uh, top, you know, top shooting guard on the team. Mm-hmm. They can both score. Yeah, I don't think it would hurt Love's production at all. Honestly, a lot of people think, oh, you know, if Kevin Love's doing, like I've heard this a lot from the local media, like, oh, if Kevin Love's doing all the scoring, you're probably not that good of a team. And it's like, well, I, I don't buy that. I think he'd still score sick numbers even if you had, you know, a... I can't even think of a name right now. Like a, a Kevin Martin, I guess. That's kind of yeah. something you could say is a high-scoring shooting guard in the league. Maybe if O.J. Mayo figures it out again and gets to, like, 20 a game, I don't think Kevin Love's production would drop at all. Do you see the... Uh, no. Do you think it would? No, yeah. I don't think so. I, I don't think it would. It, we, he, I don't think he'd have to really give up much for field goal attempts and all that. Maybe a few here and there. Maybe just a couple of the bad ones. Like maybe it would make him play a little bit smart, uh, more smart. You know, get rid of some, uh, eliminate some of the desperation type uh, of, of approach and maybe less turnovers too. Who knows? And there's always the Derek Williams factor. How good is he going to be? Where is he going to play? Yeah, I don't know. It's going to be fun to watch. It's funny, like tonight with the Wolves, too, there was a bunch of hit and miss tonight. You know, Tolliver was a hit. Berea, in some ways, was a hit. In some ways, he was kind of a ball hog. <laughs> Ridenauer was okay. Webster was a definite miss. <laughs> he played about 22 minutes and got four points. That's great. Wesley Johnson. Now, we just talked about, just a, just about, well, uh, about an hour ago now, because it's been a long show like it usually is. Well, Westbrook now, or Westbrook, Wesley Johnson now has seven scoreless games on the season. <laughs> In a night of extra minutes available, extra opportunity to score, blow up your numbers as much as possible. Kevin Love, by the way, is now averaging over 26 points a game. Wow. <laughs> they must have added the 51-point uh, game in there. That I mean, the guy is just, like, unbelievable this year. And I think he's going to stay that good. But uh, Wesley Johnson attempted a field goal in 16 minutes of play. And he did start. Yeah, he t- he attempted a field goal, and that's it. That's it. Wow. I was completely confused by uh, Wesley. Me too. His future is in doubt at this point. I remember at the time we were like, yeah, he's, he's gonna, he could be a nice fit for this team, but maybe not for the fourth overall pick. Boy, I don't know. Maybe he should have gone in the 19th. No, I mean, maybe he should have gone in the second round. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, at the time, every everybody on the planet would have taken him at least fifth in the 2010 draft, but it's like, man, I'm, 
I'm hurting right now. Are you hurting? Yeah, I mean, hmm. we could have gotten, uh, well, Cousins didn't want to work out for us. Yeah, so you're kind of stuck there. It's, it was just kind of a hit-and-miss situation. You know, it's that, that's what happens when you drop in the draft. Yeah. Unfortunately, you should have gotten the second pick if all went well, and we didn't we didn't even get the third pick. Devastating, wasn't it? And I just mm. I just knew when that when that kid uh, when he was up there, I was like, "There's no way we're gonna we're gonna get this." <laughs> Actually, that was the Washington. Remember the John Wall? That was the John Wall draft. It was the old old. It was the older woman. Uh, has the the owner just died, and the old woman represented. So that was oh, kind sorry. of similar. Sorry. It was similar in that way where you knew the basketball, you know. "Quote unquote," the, bas- the basketball gods were going to smile on that franchise more than ours, and yeah, usually it's usually a bigger city too, <laughs> except for Cleveland. Um, but yeah, here we are again. Luckily, so even the, even yeah. the the Cleveland pick. Yep, that was that was last. Yep, 2011. That was the Cleveland one. Yeah. with the little kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that that's how they got Kyrie. The kid brought luck to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Kyrie Irving is a Cavalier, and we wound up with Derek, which is okay. You know, there's nothing wrong with Derek Williams. I think he's, I honestly think he's going to be a stud in this league. Tonight he was okay, but it's kind of strange. And again, another one of those games where certain players played a trillion minutes and other guys didn't. Yeah. It was a weird night. I I just can't wait. I just want to say why, again, okay, on. I know we we talk about this a lot, but Lee. Yeah, why isn't Lee playing? I mean, what is it hurting? <laughs> you can tell we want to see Lee, don't you? Like, can we please see Lee? That's all we're asking, uh, ladies and gentlemen that are listening. Of course, we just want Malcolm Lee to. We want to see a little bit. Like, give us yeah. ten minutes, fifteen. Yeah. Give a little, just a little peek. Give us a little peek. He's not even. Uh, I'm I'm just dying watching it. He he barely even he barely even gets in, and it's always just. Maybe a little, like, just before halftime or at the very end of, like, a game that's out of reach. It's just like, come on. I want to see something. That's, that's like one. It's just a little peek. Please. Yep, he's, he's getting Brad Miller minutes. It's not <laughs> cool, is it? It's not cool. Yeah, give minutes to Brad Miller, but not Lee. <laughs> that's even funnier. Yep, Brad Miller's at the end of the rope, ladies and gentlemen, at the end of the road. Tonight's game, though, in general, a very, very entertaining game. Westbrook, I don't like him, as I mentioned, enough. Had 45. Kevin Durant has had had 40. James Harden had 25. So clearly the three best players on that team. Uh, it was just, the Wolves had this one in their hand on multiple occasions. They, uh, But Kevin Love hitting a huge clutch shot to force it into overtime with about a second left. That was awesome. A three-point shot by Kevin yeah. Love. Kevin Garnett would do that maybe one out of I don't know how many attempts in a, you know late you know on the in a clutch, give me the ball and I hopefully will make it situation. Kevin Garnett would maybe make it one out of ten times, and I'm being dead serious when I say that. Whereas Kevin Love has done it several times this season already. I think Garnett would even want yeah. the ball. Garnett wouldn't. He'd probably pass it up to. Uh, he'd probably pass it up to a Brad Miller or somebody. You know yeah. that's how he was. Here. He would he would give the ball to Dean Garrett or Anthony Peeler, two stiffs. You know that's usually the way Kevin Garnett was. He probably would give it to the to the Websters of the world. Whereas, uh, yeah, Kevin Love is a, a go getter without without being a ball hog, which is nice. 
he's he's not a ball hog, but from from anything I can see. Yeah, very clutch shot forces us into overtime. The first overtime, very exciting. The Wolves look like they got this thing won, and then Kevin Durant hits a three pointer to t- tie it up, and we got to see one of the funniest yet. You know, we felt the exact same way he did. Rick Adelman flipping yeah. out. First, first uh, at the beginning, I fr- I couldn't tell what he said oh, at he first. Was hot. Yeah, he was hot. He flung his fist. Not sure what he said the first time, and the second time he. As he was walking back, he swung his just kind of underhanded thing in style and said the S word really aggressively. And it was like, <laughs> it's the funniest thing ever, yet at the same time, you know, hey, we felt we, we felt the exact same way. It's like, yeah. why didn't, why did we not just win the game? Why? And that's another thing that I like about Durant, though. He'll hit a big shot. You won't see an, you won't see an ounce of cockiness out of the guy. Westbrook's the complete opposite. He's just, oh my. He's like a 14-year-old. Isn't he? Yeah. The guy, he acts like he's 14 years old. You know, whereas Kevin Durant's an adult. So I don't hate the Thunder as much as I would have. If Durant was anything like Westbrook, then I would hate them more than anybody. But, hey, at least he acts like an adult. Clearly, (laughs) Westbrook, yeah. Go back to... Yeah, go back to Northwest Racket Simmons Health Club or, or Lifetime or something. Go show off at, at that kind of place for the 14-year-olds. <laughs> yeah, Durant's very professional. Yeah, I, I, I like that about him. So it keeps me, gives me hope that at the Thunder, I don't have to hate him too much. You know, I mean, <laughs> I don't, right? But now Derek Fisher's on them. And classic Derek Fisher, will the Thunder already lead by eight? With like 50 seconds left, and the SOB launches a three and makes it. It's like, oh, F you, you know? That's classic Derek Fisher. It is, isn't it? <laughs> Two of 11 from the floor in 36 minutes, by the way, for... Yeah, 105 from three, and that's the only three he managed to make. Yeah, they're already up by eight anyway. It's like, you know... You know yeah, I know. He pretty it's, proud of himself, though, when he made it. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he did. And I know, he's... I mean, I, I know you're just playing the game and all that stuff, but it's just classic, you know. Classic kind of rubbing it in. I, I don't mean to whine and complain. It's like, yeah, okay, stop them and all that stuff. But it gets old, though. It does. And it's, it, it's just, we see it too much. And Fisher's done that about 100,000 times to us when he was a Laker. Because he was a Laker for an awfully long time. <laughs> I'm glad it's over. No, no, watch him get another ring. Wouldn't that be funny? What if Derek Fisher retired with more rings than Kobe? Ouch. Oh, Ouch. Wouldn't that hurt? <laughs> Wouldn't that hurt? That would be funny. But no, I mean, this was easily the game of the year. Uh, where one, one of the great games of the NBA season, we'll say. I won't say the game of the year for the Wolves, but in some ways, statistically, sure. But it was easily one of the games of the year for the NBA season. I mean, there's no doubt, is there? Yeah. I mean, yeah. just just look at this box score, you know? 149 to 140. Oh, man. Without Beasley. Without Beasley. Without Peckham, without Rubio. Yeah. That is crazy, isn't it? Think about what was missing from this team. We, we almost beat them before. Mm-hmm. The season opener yeah. was a heartbreaker. Yeah. Because the Beast, you know, he's not the only reason we lost, but his shot selection killed us in that game. He hogged the ball more than Berea in that game. Remember? Yeah. Down the stretch, hogged the ball like crazy, got us killed. Well, he didn't do that tonight, but mm, 
Tonight we just got beat, I guess. That's about all there is to it. We just, we ran out of gas, and it sucked. Very entertaining game, but heartbreaking finish, unfortunately. I gotta say, I'm really mm-hmm. disappointed in uh, Kevin Love. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, yep, go ahead and finish up the, finish up things with, uh, with that. Just the way he walked off the court, he just gave up. When he first got blocked in that last overtime, mm-hmm. the look on his face, he looked, he just like, okay, well, that's it. Mm-hmm. He lost. There's no really no point. He just and at the end of the game, he just walked off the court. He did a Randy Moss kind of like not really. I, I shouldn't LeBron. say it, but he did a LeBron more. Yeah, he, uh, he just kind of put his you know when you put your you know you put your arms down like yeah. ah bleep it you know yeah just, I'm done. Yeah, and the uh, you know the players on our side on the bench got up and uh, walked over to him. He just like you know leave me alone, going to the locker room. Mm-hmm. Don't touch me. Part of it, I'm sure he was pissed off because it's like we had this one. We really had this game, and it would have been a huge, yeah. huge win, like historic win for the franchise. So, I mean, part of it I can understand. He's just he's pissed off, and it's funny though too. The the guy that I would have like refused to shake his hand just because I don't like him, and he the way he acts is Westbrook. The funny part is of all the people on that team, that was Love's buddy on on UCLA. Yeah. So that that that's a funny deal there, and yeah, he just kind of walked off and was out of there. Yeah, but he should have um, at least shaked West Durant's hand. Yeah, maybe kind of patted him on the back or something, you know. Way you know. Yeah, but if you want to be the leader of the team, you can't just walk off the court like that. Mm-hmm. It didn't look so good. No, I mean I'm not pissed about it, but it's it's a little disappointing. Yeah a little disappointing. I mean, and I know again, part of it is he's probably, he was probably, obviously he was pissed off. I mean, it was a great game that went bad. I mean, that, that every single possession Oklahoma had in that second overtime was was a score. Every single one. Wasn't it? And we had blocks and misses and dumb shot attempts. I mean, the Tolliver missed a shot that, you know, I couldn't believe it. He, He shot 9 of 13 from the floor, but that 13th field goal attempt yeah. Boy, it was number thirteen. And that the second attempt <laughs> that Tolliver did, I, I think he was fouled, but it, you know it wasn't called. So yeah, there's that too. He looked like he there. There was definite contact, but it's like, you know, funny is it probably in in the best in the in the perfect world it would have been an and one, considering how close he was to the basket. Yeah, it should it probably should have been an and one. Then probably would have changed momentum a little bit there. Unfortunately, here we are again. You know, you know? Thing, and we didn't lose by three points or two points. We, you know, lost by nine. So, yeah, got just got devastated in that final final uh, overtime there. <laughs> Sixth quarter, we could say. Yeah, and even though Tolliver didn't make that shot, I mean, we lost by nine. Uh, yeah, we lost by nine. Just mm-hmm, like again, no stops in that final period. None. Zip. We got no stops. And it looked like uh, Rittenauer should have been taken out. Yeah, look at yeah, his shot selection was was horse crap. He, he had a yeah. McCants type of game tonight. He he kind of reverted back to the old Rittenauer where he kind of he dribbled too much, and poor shots. I mean, he four of fifteen from the floor. Yeah. And unfortunately, you're going to get that from Rittenauer sometimes. I mean, he's not going to. He's not going to be the beautiful Ridnar we were discussing earlier where he's, you know, the 15, or not 15, but 11 or 10 or 12 assist games. Those are going to be here and there, hit and miss. 
tonight was a miss, and yet he still played 48, count him, 48 minutes tonight. Yeah, I think Rudin Harris type player, if you see him starting to uh, jack up shots or getting getting a couple turnovers in a row, mm-hmm. just take him out mm-hmm. and put Lee in. Yep, that would have been nice. At least give Ellington, Lee something. Yeah. Ellington got, you know, it's just amazing how many minutes eight players, well, not eight, but some players, looks like about, well, five players. Four players overall got over 40 minutes tonight. Tulliver was one of them. Amazing. To see a guy rise as high as he did in such a short time. Wow. Tulliver. Filling in unbelievably well for, like, uh, I believe Beasley's role, you could say. What a game. I mean, what a what a resurgence by Tulliver. Again, 44 minutes tonight. That's funny. Like, who, who would have thought you'd see Tulliver play 44 minutes? Yeah. Nuts, huh? It just was one of those nights, though. The Wolves just ran out of gas. Hell, hell of a yeah. game, but ran out of gas. It's like a Webster had a horrible game. Of course, of course. And listen, mm-hmm. Wesley, he had a block shot, assist, and four rebounds in 16 minutes, and he missed a three-pointer. Mm-hmm, that's all he did. <laughs> that's all he did. Yeah, it, you know, I, I didn't see um, all of his minutes, but it's not it's not as bad as, as Webster's. Mm-hmm. You know, Minus least, 17. Yep. Yeah, at least uh, there was no turnovers on uh, Johnson's part. Mm-hmm. With Webster at at least two. Yep, it was a, it was a, you know, Webster, it's just, yeah, this team is crying out for a shooting guard. You look at Martel Webster and, you know, Jamal Crawford, you know, with his 23-17 type point games over in Portland right now, playing in a lame duck season over there. Why, why did that, why, yeah. you know? Why couldn't that get done? Damn, you know. Maybe you don't give up Beasley. Maybe you give up someone else, I don't know, or whatever. Give you know, Webster back. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Give him Webster back since they, since that marriage didn't work over in uh, Portland. <laughs> no, that, I, don't know, I, I don't know if you could get a second rounder for Webster right now. The guy is, uh, mm, he's a waste, isn't he? Oh, that, I mean, that must be, this is probably the longest game review we've ever done on a single ten rules game, but, I mean, you look at the box score and the final score, and that that's why. This was probably about the most crazy Timberwolves game, you know, yeah, since I've done yeah. Timberwolves Explosion, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, and if we would have won, it would have been even more fun, but. Oh, that would have been great. <laughs> yeah, you beat the top team in the West on the road in a, just one of those legendary games that's, you know. And wow. actually, even with Peck back, well, and Beasley, I, I think mm-hmm. uh, if you got the AC, that, that, this would have been a great uh, series. Yeah, this, yeah, the first round, because we, for whatever reason, we play really well against this team. We do. Like, last year we got stomped and, and embarrassed by them in oh, every yeah. single, yeah. you know, didn't we? Yeah. It was, it was bull crap. But this year we've had some classic, classic battles. And I think as the Timberwolves get better and better, this is gonna be. It's gonna be fun. It, I think we're gonna be seeing a lot of the Oklahoma City Thunder and Timberwolves in fun, classic playoff type games like tonight. Like I hope so. Mm-hmm. Like this felt like a game three, game four, didn't it? In a in, a, in the postseason, yeah. didn't it? It felt like it tonight. It's fun. So there's your. There's the kind of the closest thing to a playoff game right there. Of course, if the Wolves got the eighth seed, that's who he'd be playing and. Hey, we'd be giving them a run for the money, just like the Oklahoma City Thunder once did to the to the Lakers years ago in their first playoff appearance. 
as you probably remember very well. Like they gave the Lakers the fight of their life. They almost beat them. Remember that 2010, the Gasol Tippin series. Yep, yep. yep. Yeah. that one. Yeah, yeah that one. <laughs> Thunder almost had them, and they were the eighth seed. And then the Lakers went all the way and won the title after that. Great. So Artest Tippin was the first one. Oh yeah, there was the Artest and the Gasol. Yep, there was a couple Tippins in that series. Where the Thunder just fell asleep for a millisecond, and it was, you know, one millisecond too many. It's like, damn it, no. <laughs> but that's the that's the luck of the draw. I mean, we'll, with, we'll meet them next season. Definitely. I, I think we will at some point. Hopefully, in the second round, that'd be even better. We get some like fourth or fifth seed, and then meet them in the second round. Yes, take out the Clippers and a sweep, sweep those Clippers out of there, <laughs> which we've pretty much done this year. Yeah. Hopefully we can keep that uh, mental advantage we have on that team. Hopefully we can keep it. You know, I, I think I, we will. Wouldn't that be great? Possibility exists because Kevin Love versus Griffin. That's going to happen. That will be fun. So, with that, uh, any last thoughts? Um, just about Rubio and his health. Yes, we sir. we definitely need him. And if not, hopefully we can. Uh, Get someone next season, a shooting guard, if anything. It's just, it's all about that shooting guard position, isn't it? Because this time we have a center. If he can stay healthy, we have one. That's something we the Wolves did not have back in the Garnett Marbury era. They did not have a legit center. Dean Garrett was okay, but that's about it. <laughs> you know, Cherokee Parks was terrible. Yeah, we have a legit center if he can stay healthy. Uh, so it's all about that two guard spot. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It is all about the two-guard spot. And, of course, Beasley versus Derek Williams versus Wesley Johnson and, yeah, and versus Sanity. <laughs> we'll see what happens. I mean, all about that shooting guard. So with that, we are uh, going to quickly get to the contact details. It's been another long, awesome show. The Timberwolves Explosion with Marcus the Forecaster back in the house. Here we are, baby. Here we are. <laughs> God, I love this. But, no, it's... Uh, the Rules Explosion, as I mentioned earlier, is available on the sportstuff.com and on iTunes. Uh, we'd like you to join the message boards on the sportstuff.com. Simply click on the button that says TSS Boards. Then click Register. Get your screen name. Get on there. Talk NBA with the Rusty and PMAX of the world who also host a show on the sportstuff.com called The Crossover. They represent the New York Knicks and New Jersey Nets. But even if you're not a fan of those teams... Still, way more than worth the listen. They're very entertaining, and uh, they have a lot of knowledge about the NBA, just like myself and Marcus the Forecaster. Two great shows on thesportstuff.com. Yep, it's it's us and them. We enjoy talking basketball. Man, it'd be fun to have like a dual show with them. That'd be that'd be crazy, wouldn't it? <laughs> Maybe if the Wolves and uh, Wolves play against one of those teams or something in the finals someday. Yeah, that'd be fun. Oh shoot. That'd be fun, wouldn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd be totally awesome. But, uh, yep, those are the type of guys you can talk to. I believe Brian Cush still goes on there. He used to host a Bulls podcast. Very, very good Bulls podcast on the com. He's a huge, knowledgeable guy as well. And there's several other basketball fans on that website. The Tariks of the world, NY Buddha, guys like that. Those guys are very knowledgeable and fun to talk basketball with. So do join those message boards. Also, the Facebook page, go to uh, Facebook, 
obviously, and then go in the search bar, type in Minnesota Timberwolves, Timberwolves Explosion, and click on the one that says company. Then simply click like and feel free to post on there. Lots of cool people already on that page. We'd like more and more and more and more if possible. Please do join that. And finally, the Twitter account again. Twitter.com forward slash Wolves Explosion. Follow that, and there you go. Interact with me during games on there. Very, very fun. Or during anything, maybe a press conference or something. Should I be on there at that time? Would be cool. So with that, we're going to call it a night. It's been another long one. It's very, very, very late burning the midnight oil. (laughs) Big time. Thanks again for listening, and we'll be back sooner rather than later. Take care, everybody.